Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Timothy McGimsey. He is a musician who produces and writes songs both as an independent artist and for clients around the world, including up-and-coming artists, websites, and apps. Why welcome, who is Timothy Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. And I'm I'm kinda hoping that I fall in the wonderful category and you the... you fall well, but if you're but if you're weird and wacky, it's in a good way. Okay. Not like bad weird, bad wacky. Like there's in, differences. Sure. Like right. There people can be like, I'm really wacky, you know, but like some people are like, I am really wacky. You're like, Yes, you are, and I'm going to now move very far away from you. Gotcha. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's good to I like that category. So so Timothy, show okay, we are on live Facebook and some people can see this here that we've got your you've got your hat on sure. with Timothy. What's the question marks? The question marks, it's a simple form of branding. Um I uh, I like to keep a lot of stuff in-house to keep uh, cost low. So I was like, what can I how can I make a logo for my website which is whoistimothy.com. So I was like, maybe I should just take my name and replace the vowels. So I like the concept of I and O because it's like on and off. So I'm real big into binary code because my dad was a programmer. Oh. Um, so it's kind of the concept of, concept of balance too because it kind of looks like a yin-yang if you put a question mark inverted next to a regular question mark. So it kind of looks like on and off. and I love so, it. And push this, and pull. This was like thought out. Kind of. Well, unintentionally, it just happened to flow. So Yeah, but really creative stuff happens when, I yeah. mean, right? You know, you're like, I don't have the funds. I don't want to spend the money to do this. And that's when creativity has to right. come into play. Yeah, I've been there. I do and that I all like the time. I like contrast too. So everything, as you see, my website's all black and white. Um, I'm biracial. So it's like a play on of that too. I gotcha. So, okay. Yeah. Well, awesome. So tell us about you. I... I watched some of your videos and some of the things that you've done, and there's a definite, definite gospel vibe going on there. Mm-hmm. I love it. Oh, I appreciate it. It is so good. Tell me about this. So um, my uh, my history like in music comes from a gospel background. I actually moved to St. Louis to be on staff at a church um, that was starting up in the city. So um, they brought me on specifically because I was able, and I had a background in um, like black church culture as far as the music. And, um, and then also I had a background in white church culture as far as the music too. So I kind of, I knew both, I could do both. So that's a, that's the reason I actually came to St. Louis originally. And, um, I like, uh, I like releasing my own gospel music more so just as a, as a thank you to God for life. So I'm actually releasing, like, here's a little plug. I'll be releasing a new song, uh, January 6th, um, which is my birthday, and it's called Strong Tower. It'll be on YouTube. There's a video for it, just like there was more, which I, I know you saw that. Right. Because uh, Sam was Sam in it. Sam was in it. I know. Yeah, yeah. I was like, there's Sam. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I have a new gospel song coming out next month, which is pretty fun. Um, I just released a project this year, actually, called... I brought you a copy. It's okay. called Not Tim, Never Timmy. And uh, the whole reason behind that was... Um, I just want to make you. a project to where I could refer, to, you know, people to if they want to hear my writing, if they want to hear um, mixing that I've done, if they want to hear a production I've done, if they want to hear me playing on it, or if they want to hear me singing. So um, if you if you open it and look on side, it'll say 100% done by me, meaning nobody else touched it at all. Wow. Um, the only thing that actually is on there that's not me um, is uh, my girlfriend's voice, just saying my name at one point in the song. 
but I figured that wasn't. So I guess it's 99.9. 99999. <laughs> yeah, but I was like, I'm just going to round it up. It's 100% me. So um, I'll be releasing a, a lot of covers this year, going through and just covering popular songs, um, all played by me and sang by me and engineered, all that stuff, mostly for the sake of not just like showcasing my skill, but also just to work on my craft because um, I, I play multiple instruments, so I want to try to stay. I want to be able to grow on all my instruments evenly. You know, and you're self-taught, yeah. correct? Mm -hmm. All right, that's amazing. I mean, that is just amazing that you taught yourself how to play. I'll name all the instruments you play. As of now, I'm keeping it to the four basics, which I, I consider to be keyboard, guitar, bass, and drums. And then there's auxiliaries outside of that. So like keyboard, you know, organ is in that, in that house, but organ is a completely different beast um, if you're trying to play it for real. And then with guitar, you, you know, acoustic guitar and electric. Right. Two different things, two different approaches, but the same gist. So... And, and where did this come from? I mean, did you just one day, I mean, this was this family? Like your family is very no, musical? No, my or? family's not musical at all. Really? Yeah, not at all. So that was a, that was kind of the surprising part, um, having the natural talent. And that's why I really just credit it to God um, for having the talent to begin with. Um, but as far as like the self-learning aspect goes, my uh, I was homeschooled. So my mom um, taught us uh, all the way up to college. And then um, even in college, you know, you learn that, especially coming from a homeschooled environment and going to a schooling environment, you learn that, at least I learned that I could learn more on my, my own. I mean, right. kind of go at a better, faster pace. Right. So um, I just, you know, being able to grow up and learn how to learn was really key that way anytime. And plus we have the internet nowadays. Yeah. So, you know, with YouTube and stuff, we're on our phones a lot. So if I'm on, on my phone all the time, I better be learning a new skill or a new trade or something rather than looking at YouTube videos I of cats. I love it. You know, so my daughter just started online high school. Oh, very fun. Yeah, she she was at a public high school and mm. it just was not working out for her. She's like, you know what? I think I could get this done a lot quicker. Sure. And I could learn what I really do want to learn on my own time if I had the time. Um, and so she's doing online school. And I, I think, I mean, I, if it would have been available when I was that age, I totally would have done it. Right. So did you, was that an option then for you? Did you do online high school or was your mom teaching you everything? So when I was growing up, like the internet was around, but it wasn't like it is now. So uh, the curriculum that we used for the most part was um, called School of Tomorrow. And it's a, a Christian-based uh, education program. And that's really what uh, she was teaching in private schools before she um, became a... So she really knew her stuff. Right. So yeah. she just took the same curriculum and um, just used that same system. Wow. That, because that takes dedication. It does. Way I mean, to go, I have Mom. two other brothers, too. So it was um, it was just a cycle of schooling. So. And then you went to college? Yeah, I went ahead and grabbed a, an associate's degree in uh, business just because so I, I knew I wanted to own a business or a few businesses in life. And um, I just wanted a basic understanding of just basics. That's and, smart. Uh, I also, I'm not a huge fan of debt. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> most people aren't. But thankfully, uh, my, my parents were able to teach me enough about staying away from debt on good and bad debt to know the difference. And um, I knew that a four-year degree wasn't for me at the time unless if I had a full ride. Um, so I just ended up doing a two-year program, um, got an associate's, and that was enough knowledge. I just needed the knowledge. I didn't want the piece of paper so much as I did just knowing gotcha. how to actually keep my books good, stay cool with the IRS. Um, and just, you know, now I'm trying to learn more to where I can scale what I'm doing and involve more people. And, you know, that's that's a process. So that's for 2018.
I love it. But that is so smart. I mean, that is that is so smart because I often say about myself, I really shouldn't have gotten a degree in marketing because marketing is just something I've always kind of known. It's like a, a skill set I, I was born with. Right. I should have gotten, I should have went to learn how to own a business. Be, you know, now I'm coming at it from the other, like I did all this, I do marketing and I was like, I own this business. I really should learn how to run this business. That was right. awesome. Very smart. Good job, Timothy. Yeah, it, it wor- it's working out so far. Um, in some ways, I do wish that I went to a four-year uh college just before the like the social aspect as far as the networking and who you rub shoulders with but um i'm I'm at a place now and with being at medici you know meeting people like you and other people um in that environment it helps quite a bit too yeah you know it's an amazing place and we i have people from medici on here all the time because like if people there's an amazing things happening over there yeah it's really cool it's one of my favorite places to hang out it is mine. I spend um, most of my <laughs> you time You spend there. a lot of time there. Well, we're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back with Timothy. We are back with Timothy. So... Okay, you, you've you got your music that you write and you produce and what have you, but you do a lot, a lot more. Tell us about all the aspects of who is Timothy? Okay, so the best way to find out what I do is to just go to whoistimothy.com and then there's backslash a page called services. So if you go to services, the overview, just going off of memory, it's going to be broken down to a few categories. The first is going to be lessons. So... As I learn new new skills throughout my life and um, in my career, I want to be able to also have an outsource because anything healthy, uh, including bodies, you know, we have to have a, a way of things coming in us and then way things coming out. You know, if you don't if you don't poop for like a week, <laughs> you probably need to go to the doctor. <laughs> so yeah, let's just go there. Let's go there. Let's go there. It's natural, you know. I love it. But um. Yeah, so with that flow, I like to be, and really teaching helps me learn more than ever, you know, and I'm at a point now, I have students I've been teaching for, I think, close to three to four years now. And you teach voice and instrumental, sure. so right? Anything that I, anything that I'm proficient enough in to work it with, um, like, or anything that people hire me for, I'm willing to teach. Gotcha. You know, if, if people think I do something good enough to hire me on a consistent basis, then I feel like that kind of automatically makes me good enough to teach it um, or at least the basics to you know because a lot of people just want to learn how to start you know and then you can let you can find out how far they want to go with it so uh, I teach piano bass guitar um, drums all at an intro level some of those I teach advanced and depending on where they want to go I also teach um, I teach different DAWs or digital audio workstations so like basics on Logic basics on Pro Tools um, basics on Ableton for a lot of my musician buddies that want to learn how to run stems live but don't know how to what is now you're speaking a foreign language so, to me in short when you go to a really big concert and it sounds amazing most of that reason is because they're using tracks that are already um, from the album so if you go to Mariah Carey show they're going to have tracks running parallel to people playing live I've always wondered that because like I would think of things like Pink, who's hanging from the ceiling mm-hmm. and sounding great singing. I'm like, really? Can she do her voice while she's hanging upside down? Maybe. But if she can't, they have they have uh, her recording to where they if she something happens, they can push it up. So know? are these are those all those things? Those that you see when you're at the concert, there's that person in the middle yeah. that's got like the wheel. It can be. But nowadays with technology. <laughs> like with Sam 
has right, right over, over there. That mixing console. <laughs> Sam's like, ah, Mish, Mish just did it in Mish language, which is always good. The thing is, yeah. <laughs> or I just. <laughs> I wish the knobs were that big. That'd be really cool. <laughs> That's what Sam does all the whole really, time. We're really talking. sensitive faders. If people can see me, he's just sitting there going like this. <laughs> Push his fader here. I am glad I did. I chose not to become an audio engineer. I think I would be bad at it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Miss, what are you doing? I'm doing this. See? <laughs> so, okay. So, and then you also write songs for websites and apps. I mean, this is pretty interesting. Sure. So, the production side of things, um, you know, I, I just recently got a, started more in the industry as far as working with, um, like, artists that people would actually recognize as far as names and things like that. So, I'm, I'm at the beginning stages of that. And a lot of that's more political than it is just talent-based. So, I'm trying to learn that now as far as how to communicate and how to be in the right circles and things of that nature. Um, and then also make sure I have the content. But um, I do build content for different websites if they need uh, music where they won't get sued for using it. Um, I develop music for apps, which I think there's a link to um, a company in um, Italy that does exercise equipment or something. And um, I did the music for their app and then for their website too. Well, so, how in the world did you get connected with a company in Italy? I got connected with them because somebody that uh, is a shareholder in the company lives in St. Louis. And then they were at an open mic that I was at and um, heard something I did there and then talked to me and got a card and then went to my website. Um, so my website's been like a real blessing because it takes all the social media. So rather than me having to say, I'm on Instagram as, you know, this, 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 right, right, or Facebook, right. I just say, go to whosimothy.com. You can find my LinkedIn. You can if find you, everything there. Right. And if you want to find links. And um, next year, I'm going to be building my website a little bit better and actually hiring some people that know what they're doing more than what I do. You did your own website, though? Right. That's mm -hmm. impressive. That's not easy. It, nowadays, it is. Well, it's, it comes back to the self-learning thing. Right. You know, so if you can teach yourself or if you can be teachable um, and hang around the right people or just go to the right website and have patience, you can pretty much do anything you want. I'm very optimistic like that. Like, I do believe anything that God puts inside your mind or heart to dream or think of, you can do. You just have to figure out the steps of how to do that. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. So, and then you were also talking about, I mean, are there any other projects that you're doing right now we should know about? Um, I'm working on, I just was uh, in the studio with a young lady from St. Louis called uh, Drea Vocals, and she's going to be, I forget the name of the place she's going to be, but she's releasing an album on the 5th, January 5th. And uh, so she'll be coming out. She's a local artist. Um, I'm working with a gospel artist, uh, Corn Robinson. He's doing a 16-track uh, project that I've uh, produced and helped from the beginning. We started working on it a year and a half ago. So that's finally coming to the end where we're finishing it up. Um, I'm working on some other cool stuff, which is really exciting, and it's more of the bigger name stuff. But until it's final, I'm probably yeah, not going to mention don't, it. You just want to, just want to kind of be like because that happens a lot too. Well, you, I, you know, in the in the music industry, you get your hopes up a lot. You know, and then if the label doesn't like it last minute, they can they can say, no, we're Put not going to release this. On it. Or what happens sometimes is if you make something or produce something, sometimes they'll have it reproduced and you won't get the full credit and you'll get partial credit. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's weird like that. Like that's kind of where the uh, politics comes into it. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, that's part of being an entrepreneur, too. Like you have to be willing to take losses and be like, you know what? There's more opportunities out there. Right. You know, it's well, not the end of the road. Well, and you learn from every single, I mean, so, you know, people say failure, but really that's what you learn from. You're right. going to learn from pain. You're going to learn from failure. You're going to learn when you're very challenged and outside of your comfort zone. I mean, it's all part of the learning process. And what I've discovered 
because I am way older than you, is you will get, like, you start to also understand at a certain point, like, I could look back and go, oh, that's why I had to do that. Right. You know, and it, and, and it kind of starts making sense, really. And, you, and then you begin to be at a place of such appreciation for this Experiences. crap I went through, yeah. you know, it was really difficult. Oh, my gosh. But because of that, I'm now able to do this. True. You know, so... Um, but yeah, that's the right attitude to have and just to keep saying yes to things that sound interesting. Mm -hmm. I've also learned too, that it's not, people have a, a, a misconception of having a big break. And at least for me, I don't, I don't believe in big breaks as much as I do small breaks that build up to a crescendo. Right. You know what I mean? So, um, the small things I'm doing now matter just as much. So I try to put just as much emphasis when I'm working on, like when I'm working on Drea's project today, I'm doing my best. Um, as if I'm working on Jennifer Hudson's project, you know, right? Because when that time comes, I don't, I don't want to have to um, change the way I act. I want to just to be able to be myself and already be of a certain quality of level, and just, just give my best, you know. And hopefully, my best is going to be improving over time. So, um, well, and there, there is no such thing as an overnight success. Right. There just isn't. I mean, if people are not overnight successes. There's they have a huge long history behind them of things they had to do to get to be what we consider to be the overnight success. Right. You know, That's very so true. you have a great attitude about things, Timothy. I love it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> We're gonna take a quick break and we will be right back. And we are back with Timothy. Who is Timothy? I have questions for you. Dot com. <laughs> Dot com. Who is Timothy.com? <laughs> Made my own website. <laughs> oh, you did a lot of work. You deserve it. Okay. So if you were going to do a mashup right now, which songs would you choose? Of like a cover? I don't care. Whatever songs on earth you wish to, to do your mashup of, it's all about you. That's tough. You know what? I actually composed a list recently. You did? Yeah, of songs I'm going to cover. But if I, okay. had to, if I had to mash them up, I'd probably mash up Feels by uh, Calvin Harris. It's a recent song. Uh, it has Pharrell Williams on it, Katy Perry. So it has a lot of different parts already. So I'd probably mash that up somehow with with a Jamiroquai song. And, uh, what is that? Jamiroquai. Is that a person? It's a it's a band. The I don't know them. You probably know their music, though. If you watch the movie Napoleon Dynamite, yes. when he has that dance scene that's real silly. Oh, right. Canned Heat. Canned Heat. Canned Heat. I do is, know that yeah, then. Jamiroquai. I actually have that on my, I know this is really ancient. I have an iPod <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> that I fine. still listen to. But it's I love that. Yeah. And that's they're actually a big influence musically uh, to me um, for a lot of different reasons. Uh-huh. But um, I like them quite a bit. Oh, how fun. Yeah. See, you thought it was going to be difficult. You answered it right away. <laughs> All right. Are there any up-and-coming artists that you really think we should be keeping an eye on that you feel like this this is this could really go somewhere um other than you of course i'd probably say that's tough because I, I work with this year i've worked with probably close to 50 to 60 artists oh, locally really um so there's a lot of people i think in the in the like trap urban genre i have a client um named essence uh or estebes she she has a lot of potential. Um, I have a client that actually uh, Sam knows too. Um, I almost blanked on her name. Janelle, is that her artist name? Janelle. Yeah. All right. I have an artist, uh, or actually 
um, I'm not producing her, but I'm her vocal coach. Okay. So, um, she's, you know, she has a lot of, a lot of cool stuff going on. She has a great team behind her. So she has a lot of potential. Um, I just hear so so many great people. It's hard to like mention them all. Yeah, it's amazing. Mostly, mostly Corn Robinson too. You should check him out too. He's local. Um, the church scene here in St. Louis should really back him and support him because his. Uh, I think when it comes to like, when it comes to like spiritual songs or Christ-centered songs, uh, the Bible says that what you do for Christ will last, and I truly believe that. Um, like I do think it's important to work on having money and assets and all that stuff, but. At the end of the day, all this stuff's not going to be here when you die. So right. I'm trying to do things too that will like echo in like eternity and change people's lives. So that's also kind of a reason I do gospel music because it's actually one of the weakest selling genres out there. The top right. the top selling album last year or this year um, sold thirty thousand physical copies. Really, thirty thousand is extremely low. So well, this actually leads into my next question. Sure. Which is if if there was one gospel album that people should absolutely own, what would it be? Man, it's going to be an album I'm making for 2018. All right. But, but um, uh, I'd probably say any Israel Houghton, any Israel Houghton out um album, just really any of them. Really? Yeah. Spell that for me. Israel Houghton. Mm-hmm. So Israel would be like the uh, like the place Israel. Okay. And then Houghton is H O U G H T O N. All right. I didn't so, know it was going to be a spelling bee. This is so, going to sound so funny. I know, right? Yeah, well, you never know what's going to happen here at Mishmash Podcast. Okay, now our <laughs> next <peak>. work. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's what we do. At the, that's what we should start doing at the end of every podcast. We'll we have a spelling bee. Spelling. Just wouldn't that be fun? I feel like I'd fail, though, because <laughs> through college, I use spell check so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good to have spell check. That's very important. Yeah. Um, so this is going to sound hilarious, but... There is, um, I just was thinking of a gospel, it's a kind of like a gospel album, and it's from a movie. It was a Steve Martin movie. Um, oh, why can't it, it's, it's, and it's got really interesting, like, um, Jack, who's that funny Jack guy? Black. Jack Black is in it? No, he's not. I'm trying to think no, I think that. he is in it. And I can't remember the name of it, but it, I actually have that album. Yeah, look it's at it. It's a soundtrack? It's a soundtrack and it is it it's got a lot of great gospel music cuz Steve Martin's character is he's kind of one he's actually a shady kind of evangelist guy. I find out what this movie Deborah is. Deborah Winger is in it. Um Is that it? Philip Seymour the, Hoffman. The big is no, that that's no. about birds. That's about <laughs> birds and gospel. <laughs> look of Steve Martin gospel. And and it'll be on there. But it and it's kind of old. I mean it, it's been there it is. What's it called again? Steve Martin. Leap, of faith. Leap, Leap of, faith. of faith. I'm gonna watch that. Yeah, watch it. It is. It's it's a great movie. Um, but the music is awesome, and that's it's cool. it's like a, a gospel soundtrack. And that's yeah. what I'm I'm trying to work on too. Is like by 2020, I want to at least have a few placements in movies because the residuals of movies is crazy. Oh, I bet. You, how you do you how do you even? I mean, how do you even get that out I'm, to? So I'm still learning like some of the political side of things. Um, the biggest thing is just trying to be in the right place at the right time. Some places have a who's looking list. Like they'll say they're looking for songs that fit this uh, demographic or this uh, description. So if you have something in your catalog, that's why you always want to be creating and just storing songs away because you never know when somebody needs a song that's in that area. So if you have it and it's already sitting there, you can just hit send and something that you worked on five years ago could make you however much money wow. if you just send an email. And that's so cool. Wow, that's amazing though. It's, I'm always interested to to know like where 
where do people find the songs that they put into these very, and there's so much, there's so many right. different places to put it now with all the different channels and shows and it's crazy out there now. A lot of content. A lot of content. So um, what is next on the horizon for you? So for this year, I'll be trying to scale uh, com by actually not ending whoistimothy.com, but by starting um, a separate LLC that involves pretty much trying to duplicate what I do already because um, I'm at a point in working now to where I have almost too much work to where it's hard to keep up. Right. So I want to find people I can trust and people I can work with that um, will provide my uh, clients the same the same level of service and have, and have the basic core values I have and basically just scale my business to where I have people duplicating and, and basically kind of just helping people that want to do music learn how to monetize the talents they have now um, for, the, for the now money, like, when you, like money to pay rent, but also money to, to grow over time through residuals and through um, publishing, things of that nature. So as I educate myself, like I said before, anything that I learn, I want to be able to have it outsourced to teach other people. So by That's having this so business- it won't be a nonprofit. It's going to be a four. Like we're going to be trying to make some some commas and um, yeah. <laughs> some commas. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> but, well, um, good for you. Yeah, though. That's, that's what's going on. Two thousand eighteen. That's very good. And so, and and I think it's important because I think a lot of artists, it's difficult yeah. to figure out how to do what you love and actually live off of it. Yeah. You know, it's one thing to be super talented, and you know within any kind of genre of music be super talented but then it's well how do i get this out there i'll say make this happen by me doing multiple things like i haven't actually i don't think i've been hired to play guitar specifically for probably two months now so if i was a guitar player only right now i probably wouldn't be doing good but i've been i've been engineering and producing mostly for the last two months and playing keys quite a bit so because of i do different things I'm able to unplug from certain things and and people will hire me in seasons for this. So I know during the wedding season, people are going to have me out as a guitar player and singer more. Okay. So it's just kind of, you know, a little bit of each, you know, each. Very cool. So, yeah. Very cool. Just so diversifying it. What are now, you listening to? What are you listening to lately? But honestly, you were going to say something. Go ahead and say what you're going to say. Oh, I was just saying um, the next thing business-wise I'm going to do is uh, something I haven't done this year is kind of put a UPC on my services to where like I, I monitor how much people hire me for certain things. That way I can start eliminating what people don't hire me for as much, you know, and focus on just selling what sells more. Very cool. Which is more of a business thing. Right, right. But as far as what I'm listening to now, um, mostly, to be honest, my sent folder and my emails because I'm working on clients and mixes and stuff, so I have to listen to see if there's anything we can correct next time we're in a session, things like that. So Very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you, Timothy. This has been really awesome. You're I super appreciate you coming on the podcast. Not a problem. Thank you I for having me. I can't wait to see all the cool things you're going to do. Yeah, me too. Thank you, sir. And for everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash. Please go to iTunes, subscribe. Thank you all. Have wonderful days. <laughs>